0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of The Andy Slater Show on this Friday, December 22nd, the last show before Christmas. So, Merry Christmas to you. If you celebrate Christmas, if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's like you're still sort of into Christmas, aren't you? Because your friends are celebrating Christmas, people have the day off, you're watching Christmas activities on television. So you got the Christmas spirit in the air and I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of December. I just had my birthday a week ago. It was last Friday. It was tremendous. I don't know how many pounds I gained going to all of these restaurants. Marlon's man took me on a restaurant tour. Oh my gosh. Places I've been and places... I haven't been, and I just feel so full. Like, I can't even eat. This morning, I didn't have breakfast. I haven't had lunch yet. Will I have dinner? I'm just so full. Last night, I went to the Florida Panthers game. They may ban me from there because if you saw the results... It wasn't pretty. The Panthers did not play well whatsoever, but I went to the arena. I had a great time, sat there first row on the glass. Again, thanks to Marlins man. He's like, hey, come on out to the game. You can eat the buffet, and the buffet was nice. The seats were great. I went up to the uh, Amarant Bank suite as well, met the COO of the bank. I probably should be meeting COOs of banks right now because, you know, with the Hard Rock Bet app and money and the bank and, yeah, it's a pretty good idea. OJ McDuffie, I saw him up there. Mike Lowell, I saw him up there. OJ McDuffie and I had a really cool conversation. He and I know each other for for a long time, but it's not like we text back and forth. haven't spoken to him in probably a year or something. But I thought OJ was gonna break my hand. Actually, when we didn't shake hands, but it was like one of those—you grab the other person's hand, boom, the hug, and that dude's hand. Oh my gosh, woof. it's like a in- incredible grip. OJ, if you ever see OJ McDuffie, and you want to shake his hand or something, just—I'm telling you, I'm warning you, beware. Like, do it. Softly, be prepared to have your hand like mauled, because jeez, I mean that's how he caught a lot of balls, I guess. So we were talking about the dolphins, the excitement going around this Sunday. I'll be there. I made my plans this morning. It took a while. I'm a, I'm not crazy, but I, I'm very into aviation. When it comes to booking flights, a lot of my friends hit me up for the best flights, the best seats, the best deals, multi-city trips, one-way round trip, whatever it may be. A lot of friends lean on me. I probably help out about nine or ten friends on a consistent basis. And this morning, I spent a good hour making a plan because I want to go to Chicago Because I have friends in Chicago. And I know it'll be cold up there, but I want to visit some friends in Chicago. So I'll I'll do that. And then I will go from Chicago to Baltimore. I am going to go to that game. I made an executive decision this morning. It was reported yesterday, confirmed today as well, that the Ravens-Dolphins game on New Year's Eve will be... At one o'clock. It's not moving. Barry Jackson of the Miami Herald had that first yesterday. So I will go to Baltimore. I'm going to fly from Chicago to Baltimore early on December 31st, which is game day, next Sunday. And then I'll go right to the stadium. And then after the game, I got to like rush out of there and. Grab a car, probably Uber or something, to go to DC and fly from DC to Miami to get back by around ten PM and then do New Year's Eve here in Miami and then the following morning go back to MIA, the airport, and fly to Medellin for about a week. Because again, my friends have gotta see me. Girls, girls, girls and I got to see my friends. So the travel schedule, it was done this morning. It looks like uh, that will be my plan. At least that's the plan now. Now I'll just follow through with it, get in about uh, four more flights or so before the end of the year. My flight counter this year, I know people are counting parlays and everything. I keep track of a lot of stuff My flight counter this year is at 73. So I've been on 73 flights so far this year. I'll probably end the year with about 77 or 78, something like that. And that's actually a slow year because last year I was at about, I think, 105 or something, 106 for 2022. So I slowed down because I'm spending a lot more time in Medellin. And why not? You got to enjoy life. You live once. You enjoy life. You go eat some good meals. You go to some cool events. You hit a bunch of parlays. You try to put a company out of business, but that'll never happen because they got a lot of money, which is great because I want all of you to take Hard Rock Bets money. I want to take it. I want you guys to take it. I know a lot of you continue to reach out to me and I bring this up every show now because so many of you Like, really, thousands of new people are tuned in now and writing to me online. That's not a joke. That's not some ballpark figure. Really, it's more than 4,000 just in the past three days. And I really do appreciate it. So I bring this up here on the show because so many people are into it. It's not boring. It's not a dumb conversation like other hosts have. Hey, sit him or start him. Let's go 20 minutes with Mr. Fantasy Football, the expert. Do I sit him or start him? Let's go to the phone line. Who do you have at running back? Should I sit him or start him? That is horrendous radio. It's horrendous programming. But now that all of you have the ability to do the same exact thing that I'm doing and that so many other people are doing, I think it's really cool. Nothing is guaranteed. I say that all of the time. I'm not told to say that. I don't have to say it. I- I'm just saying it because I'm, I'm keeping it real with everybody. Nothing is guaranteed. But I, I put together, I drafted it. I-, I won't have this official until tomorrow. But my initial draft of my six team parlay, it's going to pay, and now I'm putting more than twenty eight bucks or hundred bucks on this. It's going to potentially pay around seventy thousand. Now my wager will be around seven to eight hundred bucks. I obviously don't expect everybody to do that but i'm looking i'm looking to to really get them like big time get them so i'll i'll have that official tomorrow a lot of you have reached out to me like i said a lot of you want stuff for free you want it publicly and i get it i will put something up on my twitter feed i keep getting asked this question what's your play what's your play what's your play, what's your play? i will put something up on my twitter feed and then i will give exclusive plays that i really really like because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put four plays three plays or even two plays on my twitter feed i just i'm not gonna do that i put one i'll keep doing that but i'm gonna give some exclusive plays i'll, I'll do that to the people who are writing to me and they're they're sending that you know venmo Zelle, cash app 100 bucks for the next three weeks i'm I'm really going to hook them up. No guarantees, but again, if you could throw away 100 bucks, throw it away. We'll have fun. I hope I win money for you, but there's zero guarantees. And if you can't afford it, don't send it. In fact, if you if you sent it and, and you write back to me like, hey, you know what, I, I'm second-guessing this. I, I can't afford it. Before any of the games go off, of course. I'll send it back to you. I got no problem. I don't need it. It's just you should be paid for... Your content and subscriptions. I I was talking about it yesterday. People subscribe to so many things. You subscribe to Netflix or Apple TV or newspapers. The Sun Sentinel and the Herald and the Palm Beach Post, they have great people working for them, great writers. They charge a subscription. What are they charging for? Content. So this is no different. Now, I I like my content. I don't think my content is boring ever. It's something that you're really into. So just send me a DM. I'll, I'll get you the info, and I'll put something up publicly for everyone uh, tomorrow as well. But the, the people who really, really are really super into this, they're sending me DMs, and I'm going to hook them up even more. And look, if by chance you lose, trust me, I'm losing too. <laughs> I'd be losing a lot more, most likely, than than other people. Anyhow, this is the holiday season, so you might as well be a generous. Not just to me. Be generous to everyone. When you go to a restaurant, tip big. If you're using a service, people are working right now, be extra kind. Be patient. They're going to work during the holidays. Just be thoughtful. Hey, you're here on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day we're all in this thing together, so just be generous and be nice, of course, if you can. I'm here doing the show this afternoon. Obviously, you, you hear my voice Monday for Christmas Day. I won't be here. I'll be off, but I'll be with you next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I am taking Friday off, and then I won't return on the airwaves until January 2nd. But I'll always be on social media, Instagram. Twitter. I I I said I'm going to call it X from now on, but that just sounds stupid. So I made an executive decision to just continue to call it Twitter because that's what I want to do. I know a lot of you probably have the day off today or you're on your way home already. You're just tuned in or you're listening right now on the podcast, the replay. And, and I understand because this is a very... A very non-productive time of the year. Other than Amazon drivers. Amazon, UPS, FedEx, Santa's Elves. That's it. Everyone else, you could just put a stamp on them because they're mailing it in. As they should be. If I had a bunch of employees working for me, I'd just say, you know what? Enjoy the rest of your year. Just get out of here. Enjoy the rest of your year. what's the point of being here? To just go through motions and you're not even really going through them. Just go home, come back January 2nd, and and let's roll. Because it's really the race to 2024 now. And I saw on the news the Big Orange will be back in downtown Miami. There was like a fight. They're going to take it away, and now it's coming back, or it wasn't there last year. I don't know. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to it, but I did watch the news last night when I got home from the uh, Panthers' loss to the St. Louis Blues, and that was one of the stories I saw. The other story I saw was some dude going around a neighborhood slashing tires just because he wanted to. Like 18 different vehicles slashing tires. I think it was Hollandale Beach. Why would somebody do that? Frickin' Grinch? Come on. All right, so I got a lot to get to. Hopefully, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys don't play Grinch to Miami Dolphins fans. Like I said, I was talking to O.J. McDuffie last night. And I'm sure he gets asked this question a lot. I asked him, so what do you think about Sunday? Kind of like Super Bowl time. People come up to me, hey, what do you think? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? It's the worst question, but it gets asked over and over and over again. But I was talking with OJ, and I knew I had the show today. So I said to myself, let me ask him that question. Let me just hear his reaction. And OJ's reaction, McDuffie, not Simpson, because I want to make that clear. I have had OJ Simpson on this show before. That was uh, before he went to prison for the uh, Vegas incident, stealing things. But OJ McDuffie had the same reaction as I did, and that was uh, really not sure. Sure. So I got a lot of things to discuss. My, my own opinions, not anybody else's. But I can't discuss any of it until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. The way I'm looking at this game Sunday going into it I see the Miami Dolphins having a rare opportunity. Dolphins fans know very well this is a rare opportunity. I know the players and the coaching staff, they're thinking week to week. They're only thinking about what's going to happen Sunday, how they could prepare for Sunday. And that's fine. They're a football team. As a football team, you got to focus on What's in front of you because you're going to have some 300 pounders coming for you. But we have the luxury as fans, as analysts, we have the luxury to look ahead. And what I see for the Miami Dolphins is here you go into Christmas time and they've got everything in front of them everything they wanted is right there for them the Miami Dolphins control their own destiny to get the number one seed in the AFC what more can you ask for with three weeks to play you control your own destiny for the number one seed If I asked a Dolphins fan before the season, hey, would you be cool if the Dolphins controlled their own destiny to get home field throughout three weeks to go in the season? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Everybody would be like, sign me up. The Dolphins would even sign themselves up for that. So they can win the division. They can get home field throughout. Tyreek can get 2,000 yards. Mike McDaniel spoke a little while ago, and it sounded like Tyreek is going to play. Everything is there for them. All they have to do is handle their business. I'm not saying they're going to get home field throughout. I'm not saying right now that they're going to win two out of their last three games. The Dolphins could wind up getting a wild card and losing. I mean, that is possible. But what they have done this season with three games to go is they have given themselves a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. There absolutely is a chance to have home field throughout. They can only look at Dallas. I'm looking at Dallas. I'm looking at Baltimore. And I'm looking at Buffalo. I'm looking at the final three games. And if they win those three, the Super Bowl participant from the AFC, it would have to come through. Hard Rock Stadium, as long as the Miami Dolphins win their first playoff game, which would be in the second round. I make that sound easy. I just put the Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium in the AFC championship game. But it's reality if they win their next three. They've earned that opportunity. And think about that. We as observers we should take a breath for a moment take a step back and say wow wow you could say it like that you could say wow or you could say it like wow which almost sounded the same i guess i've gotten used to that audio drop even though i only play it five or six times a year. But look at how far they've come. Of course, this is the toughest part. No question about it, what the Dolphins are about to face in their next three games, you look at their whole schedule, it doesn't get any tougher than this. We knew it was coming. But they had to get to this point. They could have lost to some of these other teams that they were supposed to beat, and they did beat. If they lose one or two of them, they don't have this opportunity. They handled their business, but now they got to continue to handle it. you got to handle it against Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. To get to this point this late in the season, I think it's really saying something about this team, the players, the coach, the entire organization. Sunday's going to be difficult. We know that. I gave the Dolphins the credit they deserve because they do deserve it. But look at who they're facing. Look at this Cowboys team, which just took on the Buffalo Bills and got humiliated. What do you think the Cowboys are going to do on Sunday after getting humiliated against the Bills? They're probably ready to run through a wall. And they've got talent. Dak, C. D. Lamb, Micah Parsons. They got a dang good football team. They've also won 10 games. And when the Cowboys are rolling, they're as good as any team in the league that's at the top of the standings. When they're not rolling... Could be an easy win. But I don't expect Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium to see a bad Dallas Cowboys team. I know we would love to see it. I'd love to see it. For the sake of all the Dolphins fans, I'd love to see a hangover where they lost some mojo against the Bills. Remember, the Bills did that. The Bills were really good until they weren't. They lost, and then they lost again, and then they lost again. They lost some mojo. Maybe the Cowboys lost a little mojo. We won't know until Sunday. We know how the NFL works. It's a week-to-week league. Every week is different. Every adventure is different. So the way Dallas played last week, it would be great if we knew that's going to be the same Dallas team, but we know it's not. We know the Dolphins cannot expect to see that same exact Dallas team from last week. They're going to get week 16 Dallas. And week 16 Dallas, probably not the same as week 15 Dallas. And the same thing goes the other way. The Dolphins, they weren't perfect against the Jets, but they were dang good. The defense was really good. However, it's the Jets. J-E-T-S! Sup, sup, sup. We don't know what Dolphins team is going to run out of that tunnel on Sunday. You hope for the best, but we got two 10-win teams going at each other. And before this game starts, even though both of these teams have 10 wins, we don't know which version of each team we are going to get. I know what you'll get if you head to the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. You'll get to see a lot of action. Money flying around, ships flying around, hopefully no chairs flying around. So many tournaments going on right now at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood right after Christmas, so December 26th, they start their Fun in the Sun series. It'll be a four day series of events with more than $300,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. For the entire tournament schedule, visit Seminal Hard Rock Poker That's Seminal Hard Rock Poker Bonus high hands going on all of the time. The poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. They never close. They're always open, and there's always great action going on. So head on over there this holiday season. Enjoy yourself at the poker table. Maybe you'll hit a bonus high hand for $1,000. Again, the entire tournament schedule and all the bonus high hand info is on SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com, and then maybe I will see you very soon at a poker table at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. When I was listening to Mike McDaniel talk earlier today, it was around, I think, noon he spoke, the question from all of the reporters, of course, it was about injuries. What's up with the offensive line? What's up with Tyreek Hill? What's going on with Devon Achan? The injury story is huge. Xavier Howard, Javon Holland, the list goes on and on. And I'm not even including players who are out for the season. The Dolphins need Tyreek Hill on Sunday. Now, it sounded like Tyreek Hill will be fine. He will play on Sunday. That's what it sounded like. Mike McDaniel was like, yeah, he should be be good. He was back at practice. That's a good sign. All the trash he talked with Micah Parsons. I think Tyreek is going to play. If I had to guess, Tyreek probably could have played last Sunday, but it was the Jets. J E T S So Mike McDaniel played it smart. Save him up along with other guys, rest them, because you've got three huge games coming up. So I completely expect Tyreek Hill to play. If he was out, well, I guess the reason he would be practicing is to show that he might play. We we don't know 100% that he's playing, but if if he doesn't, and we just heard this from Mike McDaniel and he's out there practicing, it would be a game of, okay, Mike McDaniel wants the Cowboys to get ready for Tyreek Hill, but really he's not going to be out there. I don't think that's the case. I'm I'm going to believe Mike McDaniel. I'm going to believe the writers and what they're seeing at practices and what they saw before the game on Sunday, and I'm going to believe the philosophy that I think a lot of people think including myself, that Tyreek probably could have played last week, but they figured we don't really need him for this game. The Cowboys preparing to face the Dolphins, and specifically Tyreek Hill, not only is Tyreek on Dan Quinn's radar, Dan Quinn, the, the uh, defensive coordinator for Dallas, he has to be like the entire radar. If he pulls up the Dolphins' radar, it's got to be a huge picture of Tyreek Hill. Because Tyreek Hill will keep a defensive coordinator up at night. How do you stop him? And if you do too much to stop him, well, the Miami Dolphins also have other weapons. But I think the key is you've got to stop Tyreek Hill. You have to, on that field, tell the Miami Dolphins you're going to need to beat us with other players because Tyreek, he's not going to beat us. I don't know about you, but it feels like this game has been talked about for like 10 days. It feels like that to me. It doesn't feel like I just started talking about this game this week. It's probably because of the excitement, the buildup. I'm ready for kickoff. I want the ball on the tee, and let's go. Let's see what this Miami Dolphins team is all about. Let's see what this season is about. At least let's know what the next episode of Hard Knocks is about. The games that we watch feel like spoilers, don't they? If it was another team that you're not watching and then you watch Hard Knocks, you don't know what's coming on Hard Knocks. With the Dolphins, you know what's coming on Hard Knocks. You know what they'll do on Tuesday based on the game action. But I'm really fired up for this one. And when I'm back with you on Tuesday, the day after Christmas, we're either going to have a conversation of okay, all of those, all of those naysayers. Oh, the Dolphins can't beat anybody. They're not that good. Yeah, now this team's going to go into Baltimore, and Baltimore may lose to San Francisco on Monday night. This team will go to Baltimore, and they legitimately can beat the Ravens because now we saw them handle business against a 10 win football team. That could be the convo on Tuesday, at least here. You can have the conversation Sunday afternoon into the evening and then all day Christmas at the table or wherever you'll be, maybe eating Chinese food, whatever it is you're doing, you can have that conversation. But I can't with you until Tuesday on the air. I hope that's the conversation. The other conversation could be, well, the Dolphins still haven't beaten anybody. And now the outlook on the season it's not looking good because they'll go to Baltimore, the Ravens will beat them, and then Buffalo, they're hot, they're angry, they're going to be playing for the division, they'll come into Hard Rock and beat Miami, and the Dolphins will end the season on a three-game losing streak. If the Dolphins lose Sunday, I guarantee you that's the conversation on Tuesday. If the Dolphins win Sunday, the conversation's going to be a lot of happiness, a ton of it. You know the Dolphins are fired up for this game. You know they know what's in front of them. The Cowboys, of course, they're going to be fired up too. I don't believe in this whole narrative, though. I saw this on social media, that Tua's comments about keeping receipts, that is going to fire up Dallas. I don't believe that. How would that fire up Dallas? That theory makes no sense to me. This is an embattled quarterback. He's heard it from all sides for three years. This isn't comments about the Cowboys. It's not about Dallas not being good. It's about being sick of criticism. So what Tua said wasn't dissing the Cowboys. It wasn't dissing them at all. In fact, he was very complimentary about the Dallas Cowboys. This is just about what people say in regards to him all of the time. I can't do this. I can't do that. I need this player. I need that player. And he was very salty. I talked about salty Tua, and I got a DM on Instagram, one of the many DMs that I've received as of late. It's amazing. You hit a couple of parlays. And you get a lot of DMs. But I got this DM from the Finstones. And the Finstones has in their shop a Salty Tua shirt. I didn't know that. Pretty cool. The guy sells Salty Tua. See, people sell things in life. If you have something that people are willing to buy, you sell it. If you have something that people are not willing to buy... You put it in a box and send it to another country where people need shirts. That's kind of how it works. Let me tell you how it works at Gulfstream Park. The championship meet, it is going on right now, and that means the best of the best. World-class horses are at Gulfstream Park. That means world-class races, world-class jockeys, trainers, Everyone in the horse racing industry, the big timers, they're all at Gulfstream Park. And it's never a bad weekend to go to Gulfstream Park. They're racing right now, live racing during the championship meet every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. When I go to Gulfstream Park, I go to their trackside restaurant, Ten Palms. Get myself a table, watch the races live right in front of me. And of course, have a fantastic meal. Now, while I'm there, I wager, and you could wager as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. If you want to make a reservation for the trackside restaurant, 10 Palms, go to gulfstreampark.com, put in your info, get yourself a table for a live race day. If you want to hang out outside, if the weather is nice, and we've had some pretty good weather, cooler temperatures... You can go to the Carousel Club, a great place to hang out to watch the races. It's always a good time, especially during the championship meet, which is going on right now at Gulfstream Park. Am I concerned at all about the Dolphins on Sunday? How can you not be concerned? But I'll tell you what I'm really concerned about. The most concerning thing to me, and I was saying this again, not to like name drop or whatever, Uh, But I was saying this last night at the Panthers game to O.J. McDuffie. I didn't even know O.J. McDuffie was a Panthers fan. He had on the Panthers sweatshirt, Panthers hat. He was rocking all the Panthers gear. So I was telling O.J., I said, my concern is the O-line. Because what I've seen happen to Tua over the last few weeks is him getting pressured big time more than I've seen this entire season. And why is that? It has to do with the O-line. The Dolphins offensive line lately has been musical chairs. The problem is not only are guys hurt, but a ton of them are playing out of position. And that's a problem. That's a problem for everyone involved. Simple things, the center exchange. Now you got no Connor Williams the rest of the season. You've got the most important games coming up where five have to be won. Five dudes have to function as one dude. And unfortunately, because of injuries, you have parts being thrown together. They're being thrown together like it's August. And to me... That's where the concern comes in. And it's not only to keep Tua clean, but it's also for Raheem Mostert to do his thing. This Dallas defense gave up 250 rushing yards to Buffalo. They let James Cook eat. He feasted. So we know opportunities are there, but there are problems as well. So. My biggest concern, it's the five guys up front. Who are they? And Mike McDaniel, when he spoke around noon, he said, Rob Hunt, he's out. Not that many Dolphins fans expected him to play, but Mike McDaniel said, he's out. And Austin Jackson... It didn't sound promising, but Mike McDaniel at least didn't rule him out. That is going to be a problem. At least, though, Mike McDaniel going into this game Sunday knows what he's got. This isn't something that's happening during the game. Now, sure, other injuries could happen during the game, but going into it, You have a few days to work together, get your play calling correct. You set up your plays as if you know you're going to have a lot less time than usual. So at least you have some type of preparation for it. And then on the other side of the football, I don't know what to tell you right now about Xavier Howard and... Javon Holland, but it sounds to me like Javon won't play. Again, this is just the way I'm taking some words here. And as far as Xavier goes, I know Xavier yesterday said he's going to play, but apparently that's that hasn't been cleared yet. So we shall see. I know a lot of you want to see your bank account doing well. You want to do well financially, but it's not so easy. You've tried doing it yourself. Contact Trajan Wealth. That's a very good step. Give yourself a gift this holiday season. Trajan Wealth, they're located locally in Palm Beach, and they are there to help you. They're not going to make goals for you. You're going to talk to Trajan Wealth. You're going to tell them what your goals are, your financial goals, your life objectives, and they will design a plan based around what goals you have set. Trajan Wealth is very easy to contact. Go to their site, trajanwealth.com. That's trajanwealth.com, or if you want to pick up the phone and call them, you could do that too, 561-390-1000. That's 561-390-1000. Don't wait any longer. I know it's holiday time, but you can still contact Trajan Wealth right now. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. I was just talking about injuries with the Miami Dolphins. What about the Miami Heat? When am I allowed to start getting a little worried about Jimmy Butler? The Miami Heat hosts the Atlanta Hawks. No Jimmy. Calf injury. He missed the Orlando game. So now he's out tonight. Will he play Christmas against Philadelphia? You know, Tobias Harris over me. Will he play? This Heat team... It just seems right now that they can't get healthy at the same time. First it was Tyler. Then it was Bam. Now it's Jimmy. This is not the point of having depth. You don't want to have depth to replace your best players all of the time. There's more to having depth. You want depth because that's going to give you matchup advantages. You want depth because of your lineups. You don't want depth because you could play whack-a-mole with a starting lineup. And for the record, I'm a pretty big fan of whack-a-mole. If you're at the fair and that game's around, yeah, I'm I'm gonna play it. Every other game at a fair is it should be investigated. <laughs> like, like it's the like they're trying to cheat you. Out of getting a prize. But in any event, I'm not here to talk about a youth fair. I'm here to talk about the Miami Heat. Spo's lineup card, I, I like it when it has continuity. Just like I like the Dolphins offensive line when it has continuity. When you have coaches throwing stuff out there, mixing it up all the time because of an injury, of course that's not ideal. When you have time to prepare for it, it's better, but that's not what you want. I know what all of you want for Christmas, a Dolphins win. I hope they get it. That's all the time I got for this Friday afternoon. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. I'll be back with you on Tuesday. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.